Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 21st. Here's what we're working on. The federal government's fall economic statement is expected to focus on housing. A new ban will prevent Canadian trophy hunters from bringing home tusks or rhino horns. And Lionel Messi's World Cup jerseys could become the most expensive sports memorabilia to be auctioned off. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Brian, how are the roads looking this morning? The roads are looking pretty good this mm. morning. We don't have any precipitation yet. Mm. so yes. It's coming, though. Yeah, it is coming. It's not too far away. Winds are starting to see some showers now. Leading edge of the precipitation is there. And we are going to get the rain later on today. Uh, it'll happen late morning into the afternoon, depending on where you are, because uh, it's going to come up at us from the southwest. So we are looking at rain beginning later on. 10 to 15 millimeters is possible for the day today. But at least it's going to be a little bit milder today. We should hit five degrees. We only got to zero yesterday. It was a chilly, raw day yesterday with that bit of a wind as well. So today, rain, but turning milder. And then we're going to see the mild temperatures stay with us. Actually, the temperature won't change overnight tonight. It's going to be fairly mild overnight as well. So we'll talk about the forecast coming up. On the traffic watch, uh, nothing to talk about. Construction coming to an end. No collisions. 403 Waterdown Road. Doing fine. A little bit of a shake on the camera because we do have some wind at the moment. It's northeast at about 22 kilometers an hour, uh, but no problems right there to our MTO traffic cameras. Just give you a few. Red Hill Creek camera looks good. Toronto bound away from us. Top of the Skyway. Same conditions here. Looks good right there. East of Appleby line. Toronto bound towards us right now. No problems at the moment. So we'll keep you posted. Weather and traffic coming up right now. The news. Thanks very much, Brian. Finance Minister Christian Freeland is set to present Canada's fall economic statement today with a focus on housing. Simone Gavros joins us now with more on what's expected. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Annette. Yes, today's fiscal update is going to give an update on Canada's economy and give an outlook into Canada's plan when it comes to housing, affordability and jobs. Now, housing is going to be the main focus for today's update today when it comes to the finance minister's plan. A senior government official says that the finance minister will be announcing billions towards housing construction. This includes $15 billion in low-cost loans and a billion-dollar fund for affordable housing as first reported by the CBC yesterday. Now, this comes at a time when affordability and cost of living are top of mind for many Canadians, with inflation and interest rates still high. Canada's annual inflation rate came in at 3.8% in September, and economists are forecasting it slowed again as food and gas prices slowly level out. Now, while the central bank paused interest rate hikes at its last two meetings due to a slow in the economy, they have said they're prepared to raise them again if inflation isn't brought under control, which could put pressure on thousands of homeowners. Now, StatsCan is expected to release their numbers ahead of the economic statement that's going to be released this, uh, this afternoon at 4 p.m., which is going to give a look into Canada's finances. Tim, I'll send things back over to you. Okay, good stuff, Simone. Uh, elsewhere this morning, the city of Hamilton says it stands to break economic records from this year's Great Cup Festival. The city says money spent on memorabilia, hotels, restaurants, groceries, entertainment, transportation, and more. Hamilton stands to bring in more than $68 million, beating last year's events in Regina. It would be safe to say that 
Hamilton and region would have surpassed that 68 million. Uh, I'll let the final numbers, but I can say anecdotally speaking with hotels, we were sold out across the city. Uh, the restaurants, you know, saw a great uptick. Yeah, to give you an idea, the 108th Great Cup that was also held in Hamilton back in 2021, it contributed $21 million to Canada's GDP and it brought in just under $7.1 million in federal, provincial and local taxes. This according to the Sports Tourism Canada. A new cargo ship has arrived in Hamilton. It's called the Federal Hamilton. It arrived at Pier 12 after a nearly two-month journey. It was built in Japan. It arrived loaded with a type of steel that's not produced here. It's to help build infrastructure projects across Hamilton and Canada. The Federal Hamilton is one of a fleet of new ships addressing climate change by using biofuel. It's getting the house in order, meaning you don't need to, to wait until you finally have the silver bullet to, to fix it all with the new fuel. But every little step which we do helps. So the, the, the naval architecture layout of this ship, the technology which we've built into this ship, all help in its efficacy. The Federal Hamilton is one of 10 new ships that are the most efficient in FedNav's fleet. They emit 33% less carbon than the vessels that they replaced. A home in Pelham has been deemed unsafe after a pickup truck ran into it. Niagara police say when the truck crashed into the front of the house on Welland Road in Pelham around 1.30 yesterday morning, six people, they live in the home, but luckily none, uh, no one was injured. Engineers had to assess the structural integrity of the house before crews could safely remove the truck. Now inside it, police say they found empty liquor bottles. The 48-year-old driver, a man from Waynefleet, has been charged with impaired driving and driving under suspension. Hamilton police are trying to identify a man after an assault just before a public meeting in September. The meeting at the Benetto Community Centre was about the Hamilton Alliance for Tiny Shelters, or HATS, plan to build shelters for people living in encampments. The man is white, believed to be in his 40s, with his hair in a short buzz cut. He was wearing a black Nashville Music City USA Harley-Davidson t-shirt, shorts and black glasses. Well, students at Hamilton's Westmount Secondary School held a protest over the war in Gaza as calls grow for Canada to push for an end to the violence. Students rallied outside the school and then they marched along Mohawk Road on Hamilton Mountain. They say what's going on in Gaza is reaching into their classrooms and they're demanding their school board and the federal government speak out and call for a ceasefire. Calling for a ceasefire, you know, hopefully. Instead of only helping Israel, they can start helping Palestine a little bit too. We're trying to help uh, Palestine and everything. Maybe with uh, this help, they can maybe uh, be a ceasefire. This is the latest in protests that have taken place around the world, including a weekend demonstration in Toronto that was focused on children affected by the crisis. The city of Hamilton tells CHCH News that its warming centres will not open until a week Friday, December 1st. As temperatures drop now, recreation centers, libraries and drop-in centers throughout Hamilton are available during operating hours, which include evenings and weekends. When the cold alert does go into effect or the warming centers go into effect, the city's winter response strategy will be in place until the end of March. Sportsline time. Let's start with the Monday Nighter. And it was a Super Bowl rematch between the Chiefs and Eagles from Kansas City and Philly was able to get a bit of a revenge from their loss to Mahomes, Kelsey, and the Chiefs back in February. Here's a shot for Smith. He's got it! 
Eagles QB Jalen Hurts hooks up with Devontae Smith for the 41-yard completion, which leads to their patented tush-push. And a second touchdown run for Hurts, which turned out to be the winning score. Mahomes and his Chiefs had a number of chances to win the game. With the best coming under two minutes to go and a pass landing in the hands of Marquez Valdez-Scanling, who bobbles it and drops the shirt. Touchdown! Jason Kelsey beats younger bro Travis as the Eagles move to 9-1 on the season. Best in the league with the 21-17 win. Chiefs fall to 7-3. Lots of NFL come Thursday. Three games with American Thanksgiving. Well, day after the Alouettes won the 110th Grey Cup, they returned to Montreal without their shirts. Must have been a pretty good party in the Hammers. They celebrated their first <laughs> CFL championship in 13 years. The Owls defeated the heavily favored Winnipeg Blue Bombers 28-24 Sunday. One of the best games we've seen. Lots of people saw it too. 3.57 million Canadians watching the broadcast, up 14% from last year. Montreal going to be holding their victory parade through the streets of downtown Montreal tomorrow beginning at 11.30. Ah, who doesn't like a penalty shot, especially when it's the best player in the world? And Connor McDavid took advantage, scoring his second of the nights in Florida against the Panthers. It was only his sixth goal as he struggled, along with his Oilers, to start the season despite putting them up 3-2. They weren't able to hold that lead. The Panthers would tie it and then score the winner a bit later in the third. They added an empty netter, 5-3 the final. Edmonton lose both games in FLA. Let's go to Vancouver. It was a rather royal night. As the Canucks game as Prince Harry was on hand dropping the ceremonial puck ahead of the uh, game as he was there in participation and preparation for the seated host. The Invictus game set to take place in 2025. Drop that puck, Harry. <laughs> Sharks are the ones who uh, get on the board first. Or do they? As there was goalie interference and it was called back. Much to the dismay of Harry's wife, Meghan Markle. Rather confused. I thought it was a goal. It wasn't a goal. It went in. It went in. It wasn't a goal. Anyways, the two of them met actually at the Invictus Games in Toronto way back when. Back to the game. Quinn Hughes, some kind of player, scored the opener right here, added an assist. He leads the league in points with 30 points in 19 games. He's a defenseman. Megs and Harry, they like it. Canucks win it. 3-1. Okay, it's 10 minutes after 6 o'clock already on this Tuesday, the 21st of November already. Quick check on traffic because usually this time of the morning there's not a lot happening. It's getting a little bit busier at the 403 and Waterdown Road, but only just by a little bit. To our MTO traffic cameras, we'll uh, start in St. Catharines here. QEW and 7th looks good. No volume there. Uh, getting a little busier at the Red Hill Creek camera. Nothing at the 403 junction with the uh, QEW around Brant. East of Royal Windsor through Oakville and through Mississippi. Saga at Cooksville Creek, all looking fine. Now, there is a bit of a wind this morning, but our temperature is going up. We've gone from minus two last hour to minus one this hour, and that rising temperature trend is going to continue. Well, there's that wind northeast at 22. Uh, it is a cloudy start to the day today. No problems with the air quality, low risk category morning and afternoon. And for school today, yeah, we're going to get some rain. I mean, it won't be for the morning going in, but later on this afternoon, we could get 10 to 15 millimeters of rain, a five degree high, and that wind is going to pick up as well. Here's where the precipitation is right now. It's going through Windsor, encroaching onto London, and it's going to cross the horseshoe a little later on this morning into the afternoon hours bring us that wet day today, but it's also going to bring in some milder temperatures as that low crosses us. We're going to see the temperatures go up today to about five and then 
sit around six tonight and tomorrow as well. Uh, and tomorrow we could uh, just uh, get some showers as the uh, rain tapers off. But look at the temperatures today. Nine degrees for Niagara Falls today, but five, six and seven around the rest of the horseshoe with that rain. Tonight the rain tapers off to some scattered showers, but 10 for Niagara Falls, eight for Niagara uh, St. Catherine, six and seven. So it's going to be a mild overnight and a mild start to the day tomorrow. Tomorrow's temperatures 10 to nine for Niagara, six and seven for the rest of the horseshoe. So some areas could see a little bit of sunshine as the afternoon goes on, but actually we're looking at fairly cloudy skies with that chance of shower. So out the door this morning, no rain just as yet. It is cloudy, fairly windy, minus one, wind chill minus seven. And we'll check long range coming up. Annette, Tim. Okay, thanks so much. We are going to say good morning to Emily. What you got coming up on Chit Chat? I'm wondering if there's anybody you've ever wanted to interview, but they kept saying no and you kept begging and pleading, even to the point where your co-host said, oh, you need to stop. You're making a fool out of yourself. Are you talking about me? <laughs> talking about me? <laughs> of course. Well, I will tell you this. Gail King did not take no for an answer, and we'll tell you what she did and who she interviewed coming oh, up Oh, okay. okay. Kids, that's how you do a tease right there. Because okay, now I, I have no idea. So you hooked. can't ruin it. <laughs> know, exactly. <laughs> okay. I've learned, Annette. I've learned. Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll see you at the couch in a half hour. All right. And coming up after the break, bad boys getting ready to liquidate. We'll tell you when that's going to happen. Canadian dollar this morning is up 13 basis points to 72.99 cents U.S. Gold is up $11.40. Crude oil, though, is down 9 cents to $77.74 a barrel. Midday trading in Europe and the markets are down in London and Paris, but up a bit in Frankfurt. Off to Asia we go. Markets are down in Tokyo and Hong Kong, unchanged in Shanghai. What about North American markets? Well, they started off the trading week pretty good. Gains across the board, triple-digit gains once you get to Wall Street. Let's see how they do when the markets open on this Tuesday, November the 21st. Well, an Ontario court has granted Bad Boy Furniture Warehouse permission to begin liquidating its stores. A court order allows the furniture company that was started by former Toronto Mayor Mel Lastman to start selling off its merchandise on Friday. The sales will happen at Bad Boy's 12 stores for the first 30 days of the liquidation period. And then after that, some of the stores will close and consolidate. Under the court order, the liquidation sales have to end across the company's entire network by the middle of February. Conservative leader Pierre Polyev is pushing for a full inquiry into concerns that Nexstar Energy will get foreign workers to help build a heavily subsidized battery plant in Windsor. Nexstar is a partnership between automaker Stellantis and electronics company LG. In a post on Twitter last week, Windsor's chief of police said his town is expecting 1,600 South Koreans traveling and working in the city to build the plant, which received about $15 billion from Ontario and the federal government. What I'd say is I'm excited to build an Ontario that will leverage our world-class workers. We've got a skilled trades, um, you know, that, that is second to none, men and women in the skilled trades here, and, and we're ready to get to work. I've spoken with all the local unions. They're excited. We're excited. Mayor Dilkins is excited. We need commitments from the feds that, that we're going to use Ontario workers. So that's Ontario Labour Minister David Puccini, and he says the vast majority of these jobs can be filled by Ontario workers that there is no need to import workers. Nexstar says there is, as the workers have, quote, proprietary knowledge and specialized expertise, adding they're committed to hiring more than 4,800 Canadians. Polyev says he wants the government 
to make the contract with the manufacturer public to prove money will stay with Canadian taxpayers. Canadian Chamber of Commerce has formed a council to shape public policy around artificial intelligence. The 30-member Future of AI Council will advocate for policies on the responsible development and use of AI in business. Some of the council members include Amazon, Google, Meta, Scotiabank and Microsoft. So this Canadian Council will support government policies that establish AI as a positive economic driver while also acknowledging the potential risks. One of the Council's first tasks is looking at legislation that the federal government plans to use to curtail some of the current risks from AI. Speaking of AI. Mm -hmm. So after we talked about this yesterday, after the ouster of CEO Sam Altman from OpenAI, more than 500 employees are now threatening to quit. In a letter to the Board of Directors, they say your actions have made it obvious that you are incapable of overseeing OpenAI. We are unable to work for or with people that lack competence, judgment, and care for our mission and employees. So that was end quote. Signatories include board member Ilya Setskiver, who was involved in the ouster of the CEO, but yesterday apologized on Twitter, saying he deeply regretted his participation. The employees demand that Altman is reinstated and the board fired. If that doesn't happen, they say they'll join Microsoft, which has already taken on Altman for a new AI research arm and has indicated they'll hire other staff. Shareholders in Tesla want the company's board of directors to suspend Elon Musk. They want to send a message that he went too far endorsing anti-Semitic views on social media. Last week, Musk agreed with a post that claims Jewish communities push hatred against whites. In a statement, investor Jerry Brackman says he believes in free speech, but that's no excuse for spreading hatred as a CEO of a public company. Since Musk's posts, Disney, NBC Universal, and several other big brands have stopped advertising on X. So it looks like last week's APEC summit be, uh, did make some serious headway in some areas. MasterCard has announced they'll soon be issuing cards in Chinese currency. China's central bank announced the same day that it approved an application for MasterCard's Chinese joint venture to conduct bank card clearing operations. The venture vowed to develop a new payment ecosystem that is secure, convenient and digitally intelligent to help drive the development of the Chinese market. So the move will make MasterCard the second overseas bank card clearing institution to enter the Chinese markets following American Express back in 2020, also through a joint venture. Okay, we are taking a quick break right now. Brian is going to be back with your traffic and your seven-day forecast. Mm, grab that umbrella if you're mm -hmm. leaving right now, though. 623 already, Tuesday morning. Let's get you going into traffic. QEW east of Lake Street. This is St. Catharines, of course, and it looks fine there. Getting a little bit busier now as we hit the top of this Burlington Skyway. This is on the Hamilton side, so Toronto bound away from us on that camera. Nothing east of Appleby. Lauren Park's doing fine. Even we'll dip into the 403 at Dundas coming up from the Ford plant. No problems right there. Temperature in Hamilton, we're just into the minus column this morning. Minus one uh, factor in the winds, and that's fairly strong this morning. Uh, we do have a wind chill of minus seven, zero Grimsby, two Mississauga, three into Toronto. We'll talk about seasonals like we usually do, five for the daytime high. Yesterday we got to zero. Today that's where we're going to five. Overnight low minus two. Those are our sun times and records for today. And today for school, by the first bell this morning, temperatures should climb to the plus side, but just plus one. Uh, a little bit of sunshine, but uh, then later on today it's going to be rain, four degrees.
degrees uh, for coming home later from school, but we should hit five today. It'll be cloudy, uh, maybe a little bit of sunshine in some areas this morning, but then the clouds and the rain five, pardon me, 10 to 15 millimeters is possible today. Six overnight tonight, temperature staying mild and six degrees for Wednesday and Thursday. Tomorrow chance of showers, but then the sunshine comes back. Nice day on Thursday, sun clouds and six a little cooler on Friday with some sun. The weekend looks sunny, but temperatures on the cool side. It's forecast and Okay, so uh, a felt hat worn by French Emperor Napoleon has sold for nearly $3 million U.S. It's apparently a record for one of Napoleon's hats. The black beaver felt hat in traditional bicorn or two-corner shape was a trademark of him. It was worn imbatil, that means the corners parallel to the shoulders, as opposed to most of his officers who wore the hats perpendicular to their shoulders. It said that he did that so that he was more visible to his troops in battle. Does not look like a comfortable hat. Like, how are you riding a horse and keeping that hat on? I don't know. What? Like, how is really? Maybe it's just for portraits. Yeah. <laughs> and statues. I don't know. Every time you see him, he has that hat on. Yeah. And it's like, how are you, how are you keeping that hat on? <laughs> Goodness. It's hard to take a, keep a toque on sometimes for me. Anyways, Napoleon, the movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. That, coming that's, out, that's coming and out. That's coming out soon. So. I think that's one of the reasons that Probably. this uh, went up to auction. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, hope you're having a good start to your day. If you're leaving, it's going to be, uh, I don't know, it's going to be kind of a yucky day. But, hey, we'll cheer you up if you want to stick around. Stay inside.